The Spanish Announce Table. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm well. Hey, uh, did you go on uh, any roller coaster rides today or anything? Or No, I can't. No, you can't. What, no, uh, I cannot. Uh, not tall enough? Uh, no, height mm. is not a, an issue. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. What, is, what is an issue is my health. Your health? Oh, you got like uh, you got a bad tummy tum? Can't uh, can't handle the uh, can't handle the rides? Flipping it and the turning? No, I have a broken freaking neck. You have a broken freaking neck, huh? So you yeah, can go win a gold medal, to... right? Yeah. yeah. So obviously now I have to go win the gold medal. Uh, in Olympic freestyle wrestling, so yeah. obviously, and yep. as a pro wrestling fan, when you break your neck, you can't just say, "Hey, uh, I tore a ligament," or you know, the C three and C four is damaged. You have to say, mm-hmm. I, "I have a broken freaking neck." Like that. Here's that's the a true fact. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I mean, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so explain that because that's big news. That's why part. I mean, not part of the reason uh, you were ready to go last week, but I started having technical difficulties, and I sat there watching. And I was like, dude, I can't make this guy sit here while I fuck around with a microphone. <laughs> I was like, dude, let's call it, man. Next week's yeah. more important. Where I'll fix it later, and yeah. we'll we'll get moving. So yeah, uh, this is so, not. You were ready to go, like Kurt Angle. I just yeah. you know yeah, Mister No Days Off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I. Uh, suffered uh, three torn ligaments in my neck in between mm. my C3 and my C4. Mm. Uh, what had happened was uh, two Saturdays ago, I was training because, uh, as you know, offline, and I might have mentioned it a couple times, but I was training for a fight again after I uh, had my shoulder surgery, which was unrelated to MMA. That was yeah. related to years right. of baseball, wear and tear, right? Um had my shoulder surgery, recovered, was getting in pretty good shape. I lost 8% body fat in eight months, so 1% of body fat each month. So I was getting back to where I was like when I left for Houston for longtime listeners, right? It's getting really nice. zoned in on that uh, type of did get, uh, oh, wait, intensity. Did you get back to two abs, T-Mac? Yeah, you could yeah. see the two abs up top. Yeah. All right, two really abs, good. T-Mac. Yeah, I was two abs T-Mac for a while. Uh-huh. And so uh, two Saturdays ago, went to Open Gym. Uh, open Gym consists of 10 rounds. First five rounds um, is grappling. So you just um, pair off with someone for five minutes, grapple. Uh, you can go for many submissions as you want. If you get a submission, you tap, you start over. You're not trying to hurt the person at all, but you're, you, know, you can grapple at 100% without hurting each other, right? Then after that, you take a three-minute break. Uh, and then you do another five minutes of sparring, which was with 16-ounce gloves and shin guards. Again, you're not trying to kill each other, but you're trying to say, like, this is a combination I'm trying to work on. Or if he throws a big power punch, how do I uh, react to that? Do I parry it? Do I slip? Do I, you know, X, Y, and Z. So two Saturdays ago, go to open gym, uh, stretch for about five minutes, get the old hips and shoulders and uh, ankles and, more importantly, my neck all loosened up. That was very important. Um, so I stretched. Then first round, uh, grab a guy. I said, hey, you got a partner? He goes, no. I was like, all right, me and you will go. He's like, fantastic. Never met him before. Nice guy. I introduced myself. My name's Thomas. Can't remember his name. He said, my name's, you know, fill in the blank. And I was like, awesome. 20 seconds in, we're going. And I'm in what's called an over-under position where I have my hand underneath his armpit and grabbing down on his shoulder, like pressing down. And he's doing the same thing on my other arm, right? So it's like a 50-50 position. 
So we're in that position. We're kind of uh, maneuver and get uh, positioning on each other. And then I go and I move for a front head choke. So then I take his uh, head and I move it down to my right armpit, um, try to put him in a front choke. He, as he should, uh, did what's called a fireman's carry. For pro wrestling fans, it's the same type of maneuver where you drop to your knees, you take him from the right to the left, and then that's happened to me dozens of times. Usually what you do is as you go, you just tuck and roll. But because my hands were down by my hips and he was underneath me a little bit more than usual, like usually when a fireman's carry is performed, the person's out in front of you a little bit, but like I couldn't look down and see his head. Like he was up into my hip area, right? Well, so he does the fireman's carry and because my hands are at my hips, I can't brace forward. And as I go forward, all my weight goes right on the top of my head, just hit hard. I, I go, oh, shit. And so I turn over. So I hit. All my body weight goes into my head. I, I turn over. I go, oh, this is serious, serious, serious. And so he stops. I go, call 911. Oh. 45 seconds to a minute. Can't feel anything. Everything is numb. I can't move anything. I can't f- feel or touch any sensation. Uh, luckily, we had an EMT Wait, that trained with us. How long? 45 seconds to a minute. That's still a long time in your own mind, man. Oh, trust me. I had the conversations of like, this is my new reality. Um, I'm going to have to figure out a way to get into my house because we have stairs that go into our house. Like, yeah, there was plenty of how am I going to get out of here? How am I going to pay for this? All of those. Yeah, I had a million conversations run through my, my head. So luckily we had an EMT that trains with us and so he came by and he kind of oh, so they don't like just have one on staff this guy was just there yeah he just happened to be there oh man so, uh, oh. he was like so he positioned me to where i was comfortable and and to the credit of the whole gym like they understood right no one was like hey sure. get up or anything right walk like, it off right and no one was trying to like get me up or anything like that they understood so he was like can you feel your hands can you feel uh your feet can you wiggle your toes can you wiggle your fingers and i could and then the second wave of emotion came over where I go, son of a bitch, did I just get a stinger? And now I called for a $1,500 ambulance ride for nothing, right? Like I was pissed. And I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, I'm fine. And this, uh, the EMT guy, uh, Nathan, he was like, just stay here. Just We don't know, yeah. right? Just stay yeah. here. Stay here. Then when we started – yeah, and so then the real – not the real EMTs, but then the EMTs that you know from the ambulance came in. The, the on-duty EMTs. Right, and so they talked to each other, and he told them what he had already done. So he's like, okay, cool. And so he took a knee, the on-call EMT, uh, took a knee. He's like, all right, can you grab my hand? And I go, oh, no. Like I can't, I can't reach your hand. Like I can't move my arm. He goes, oh, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is real. Like the, then it caught on, like, okay, oh, this is a real thing. And so uh, they put me on a gurney. They uh, take me out, put me in the ambulance, uh, get to the uh, – long story short, they get me to the hospital. They do a CAT scan. There's no structural damage, no broken bones, nothing like that. So, whoo, right? Perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah I, well, perfect, huh? I don't know how well, to use that word. Could have been way worse. Could have been way worse. But yes, thankfully, very. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Any of those things makes everything infinitely worse, even. Yeah. Right. Then they'd give me an MRI. And then this is where the hospital I went to was just piss poor. They didn't read it for like three days. X, Y, and Z sucked. But eventually, I, what, hey, 
that hospital, when I quit from it, I, in my resignation, uh, wish them well in their future endeavors. So you can have that solace for you. I do. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the, the neurosurgeon read it and he goes, okay, so this is what happened. Uh, this is what I think is going to be, uh, what's going on. So long story short, I'm in a neck collar for six weeks. May 14th is when I go back. So a little bit longer than six weeks. Uh, then we're going to see at that time, take another cat scan, another, um, MRI, see if I need surgery. Um, I don't, everyone, the trauma ER, the trauma, uh, on call surgeon, everyone was very much like, it's going to be six weeks, three weeks of physical therapy, three months, basically you're out and you're going to be good. Everyone said that. So that's what I think is going to happen. I don't think they're all of a sudden going to see something completely different out of the blue, well, right? Well, sometimes they need to get swelling down and just make well, sure there's true. no hairline things because you don't want to try to miss something like that and then be at risk, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, for something worse. Um, but, yes, absolutely. I mean, you would hope that enough of these qualified professionals at least know what they're right. talking about. Right. And so I, I don't feel too nervous about the future. It just is going to suck. And trust me. It sucks. What kind of surgery is needed then for torn ligaments? Like, how do they do? They, have, you, have they discussed that with you? No, we no. haven't gone down that route yet. So okay. most likely after the uh, follow up appointment, that's when then it'll be like just, this is what it looks like. Just amputation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. just just right at the head. Yep. Yeah. Well, Tom, I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad that you're gonna. You know, you're upright. You're you're mobile. Well, and- and to strengthen the Spanish nouns table connection, the only friend to visit me while I was in the uh-huh. hospital was one Captain Awesome over here on the other you, side of the microphone. You could have stopped at the only friend and just yeah, ended it right there. there it is. Uh, yeah. I got a lot of well wishes. I got a lot of you know, hope you're doing well. Likes on Facebook, blah 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 blah. And people checked in. You know, they're busy. Life's busy. But you came in and checked on me. And you know what? Here's a fun story. Uh. I was about to be discharged. And at this time I can walk, right? So I'm up stand, I'm upright. I can walk on my own power. I mean, it sucks, but I can still do it. Right. So the nursing staff there sucked just so mm, bad. Mm-hmm. And it was just God awful. Well, I could feel that like people were around the room. Yeah. And so I assumed you could smell uh, me. Well, no, not <laughs> you, but I assumed someone was walking in and I thought it was going to be a nurse. So I was like, you know what? And I was high on oxycodone, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to moon this motherfucker. <laughs> so I have my ass hanging out and guess who walks in? Yeah. Captain Awesome. Tim. Yeah, I did. I saw Tom's ass, right? I got a <laughs> T-Max ass, um, which is always a treat. Always a treat. Yeah. I mean, if I had a dime, uh, you know, I would have had zero times, but now, oddly enough, I- I'd have a dime. So, yep. you know, there's that, you know, um, that's the mark of true friendship, right? When an right ass there. comes out, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's the title of the episode. When an ass comes out, maybe cause I'm an ass man. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, in all seriousness, well, so I remember texting you the next, well, you send me a text and it says like, first off, I'm going to be fine. But then there's the picture and I'm like, Oh man. And I'm like, all right. So what happened here? As if I didn't understand what happened here, right? Like I didn't know the full mm-hmm. details, but I knew where this happened almost immediately, right? But I wasn't mm-hmm. discounting car wreck, something like that, right? Yeah. And, and then so I remember you telling me which hospital you were at, and it's the one I worked at, and the one I hated, and the one I had to quit, and like made me leave the medical profession. I um, 
Makes sense. I was like, it's mm. poorly ran. I was like, man, it's it's not too far off from where I'm going. You know, I was like, I'm gonna swing by and see Tom. And uh, yeah, man, I'm glad you're. I, it was fun to see you upright. We talked. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Fun. You know what and, I mean? And I will say this though, even though I trained, um, two things. One, it, it was a freak accident. If I tried a hundred times to to replicate this injury, I wouldn't be able to. You should do and, that. Right. And two, uh, when I do get injured, uh, I make sure to make a mark. Everyone at the gym said it's the most severe injury they've seen in the entire history of that gym being open. So, ha-ha, look at that. Well, Suck and it. that's a good mark of the gym, too, right? If they weren't like, ah, man, not another one. Right, exactly. We're going to need another T-Mac. All right. Yep. So. Um, that's why you stretch before you work out, because if I didn't do those neck stretches, it could have been way worse, too. You do those neck bridges. You do all of that stuff. They said yeah. I had a very strong neck, and that's what helped with not breaking anything. Did you tell them Kurt Angle is my spirit animal? Because if you go back and look through our feed, you will see an episode titled this where T-Mac claimed Kurt Angle yes. years ago was his spirit animal, and here we are all these years forward. It was a prophecy. Uh, and all these years us. later, now we're walking exactly the same, me and Kurt Angle. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't get like 60 painkillers an hour or whatever he said he was taking at the time, huh? I'm working on it. Mm, man. All right. So, um, well, you, I, what were you up to though? Not, so did you break your that. neck or anything? Nope. Not that. Um, really we've been starting to gear up with this 2019 for, uh, my family here is the year of the hustle, right? We're going to go out. Our, we, we've got a friend opening up a comedy club, Dustin Kaufman, right? Um, gosh, the comedy club of Kansas City, right now they're having some construction issues, right? And they're, you know, so stay tuned. They've got an act lined up, ready to go. But, you know what I mean? Things, they've got to get clearances all through. And, you know, the wheels of government move slow. So, so, you know what I mean? Here we are. Um, so we're gearing up for that, going down there, seeing that place. And then, of course, we got soccer games for old swim trunk. Uh, the boy, uh, the wife is teaching the wife. My wife is teaching. You hate mm-hmm. that. Yeah. My wife, I hate it. Uh, my beautiful wife, uh, who I love more than I love myself, uh, which is hard to do, right? Because I love myself and pretty much no one Love you me, some right? you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she's teaching English to kids in China on the internet, um, which, by the way, it's in China, so you got to do that at kind of odd hours, right? So we're really putting wow. the, uh, the grinding down right now. You know what I mean? You know what we're tired of is student loans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're just, you know what I mean? We're like, you know what? We're young still. We got some energy. Kids are old enough that they basically, you know, live upstairs they anyway. themselves. Right. Yeah. We got this, right? So we're going to go do so, a bunch of that. We've been doing a whole lot of that, man. A whole lot of that. And awesome. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? We are, I, I am old. Right, so it is. I'm like, oh, oh, you, you mean I couldn't just do what I used to do forever, right? Like all, right, all you're in that transition period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I'm going to be running sound there for them. So like, they've got the sound booth, make sure the sound levels are good, and then you know, run the timer to let them know when they've got a few minutes left. Uh, the comics and all that kind of stuff. We'll be doing that for them on the weekend nights. Uh, you know what I mean? Neat. So I'll have fun. to go out there and uh, check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to look cool when it's all open and done. But right now, I mean, you know, they're doing all the finishing touches and he's pulling his hair out. He's a friend of the show, Dustin Kaufman. You know, we've had him on before. Uh, dude has been putting in ungodly hours with, a, you know what I mean? Crews and crews and they're just going at it. Uh, details, details, details. You know what I mean? Everything has to happen at once at the end to open up a business, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. I, you know what I mean? I can see it in him. He's like, dude, I'm so tired. <laughs> he was just yeah. like, he's like, I'm just dead, right? Like, just dead, just dead. So, yeah, that's it, man. But 
we've all got to take time, right? It's the year. This is like Christmas now. It's WrestleMania coming up, right? So, uh, yeah. You know I mean, there's big things here. So let's get into our wrestling topics. We got some news topics we're gonna hit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we'll and then we'll talk. Maybe uh, uh, we'll ease out into the next segment and just kind of go through WrestleMania and make our picks. And this is going to be, you know what I mean? It's WrestleMania. This is always fun. It is. This is going to be a fun uh, WrestleMania pick season because this one doesn't feel as uh, formulaic as it has in the past, right? We kind of right. had a feeling that Roman Reigns was going to beat Undertaker, right? We had a feeling that Daniel Bryan would become champion at WrestleMania 30. Uh, this one has a lot of, well, are they going to pull the trigger on Becky Lynch? Mm-hmm. Are they going to pull the trigger on Seth Rollins? So uh, this one, I will at least give them credit on. I don't know exactly which way they're going to go, which could be amazing or it could suck. So we'll see. But at least I'm intrigued and I'm not anticipating, oh, they're just going to do this. Right. So uh, I think our picks will reflect that and uh, excited to uh, get into that when we do. All right, well, since we last uh, gathered here at the Spanish announce table with all of our, our family out there and friends, right, or friend parentheses S, I don't know, right? We've at least got mm-hmm. two, right? We've at least got yep. two friends, mm-hmm. plural. Okay, so um, it's it's WrestleMania season, and one of the biggest things of WrestleMania season is the Hall of Fame, right? So we've got two new inductees since we've last talked, uh, and we'll kind of hit all the names here, but the Hart Foundation and Brutus. Um, what sticks out to you here? I mean, obviously, Bret Hart, two-time Hall of Famer now, right? Yeah, and I also I think it's interesting that uh, on the same night, Bret Hart becomes a two-time Hall of Famer. So does his arch-rival, Shawn Michaels, right? So, again, they're tied at the hip they are, with another yeah. accomplishment that they both have to uh, share together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, you know they both love that, right? Just like God, right? This and asshole. you know they can be cordial, right? They can be cordial and they can do the the half guy hug thing and handshake and pictures, but you know there's a kernel of hatred still there for both both guys. Yeah, neither gets the bragging right, right? It's almost right. like Vince did that on purpose, right? Because like, oh, God damn it, I don't need these assholes. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? I don't need, I don't need to hear it. Brett getting pissed off that he's yeah. a two-timer. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Brett will be, Brett will be, yeah, I can't make you do the Brett in, in, in a neck yeah. collar, but no, yeah. We all, I can't <laughs> believe it. Of all the people to be a two-timer in my generation, it's John Michaels. John Michaels. And then so Vince was like, all right, Brett, cool, you too. But you know what? You know who else? Booker T then, right? (laughs) Oh, that guy. (laughs) That guy. He couldn't even lace my boots up in WCW. So the Hart Foundation makes sense. Again, uh, as a tag team alone, right? If Bret Hart, (laughs) if we don't even think Bret Hart after Hart Foundation. I mean, I think of that when I think of that era of wrestling. Right, of course. Yeah. The British Bulldogs, uh, the Rockers, the Hart Foundation, Demolition, Mm -hmm. uh, LOD. Yeah. Um, all of those teams kind of deserve that little place as far as being yep. in the Hall of Fame, I think. And then Brutus, same kind of thing, right? You think of that, if the mainstream older person, you were like, hey, what do you remember of the days of like Hulk Hogan? You know, Brutus, the Barber Beefcake comes up, man. They remember that You know character. what, though? And I will say this. Brutus the Barber Beefcake, much like Honky Tonk Man, has an iconic moment that doesn't center around them. Right. So I think when I think honky tonk, man, the most iconic moment that I can think of is ultimate warrior just bursting onto the scene, beating him in five seconds, taking his title. Right. When I think Brutus, the barber beefcake, I think Shawn Michaels turning on Marty Jannetty uh, on his talk show. 
Now yeah. take those two memorable moments away. Again, they're iconic. I can tell you, you know, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and I can tell you Honky Tonk Man on site who they are. But I can't tell you a match that they had that nope. was good. Nope. I can't tell you a storyline that really nope. resonated with anyone. Nope. Uh, so it's very interesting how they've stayed in our. You know what uh, I remember most about Honky Tonk Man is Santino talking about trying to beat his. His intercontinental mm-hmm. record reign, right? That was yeah. he had the honk meter. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it, it was more fun retro than it was. Well, and I also remember, you know, uh, going into the WrestleMania, the pink Cadillac was driven by DDP, True thinking that. like that was a cool, fun fact to know. Like, oh, mm-hmm. did you know DDP dri- drove Honky Tonk Man out to a WrestleMania? But Honky Tonk himself, and even Brutus the Barber Beefcake, I can't think of anything iconic that they did standalone other than they had a, a, yeah. an interesting char- charismatic character much like coco beware all right so then let's break down the hall of fame class of 2019 and i mean i i like it I, i'm gonna read it of course it's it's headlined by degeneration x so we have triple h sean michaels road dog billy gunn x Pac, and china right we discussed no rick rude um mm-hmm. the honky tonk man as you mentioned harlem heat being booker t and stevie ray so booker t's a two-timer Tori Wilson, the Hart Foundation, mm-hmm. Bret Hart, and Jim the Anvil Nightheart, which, you know, I mean, why not? And Brutus the Barber Beefcake, because, uh, you know, also, why not, right? Hogan's buddy, Hogan's in, why not? He's yeah. Everywhere Hogan goes, Beefcake's there, so it might as well be the Hall of Fame also. The, the only thing that I thought, it, and it, it was just, you know, who knows about timing and things like that, but it would have been nice that Jim Nightheart got to live it. Yeah. live going into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That does suck. Natty, I assume, will probably induct them. I would have just kind of guessed that would yeah, that be sense. the natural uh, pick for the induction. Maybe Tyson Kidd comes uh, out with her. Maybe they both do it. Yeah. And maybe, uh, yeah, maybe both of them, yeah, induct speaking them. Speaking of Nick. Um, yeah, speaking your of next, Tyson Nick, Kidd. Your brother yeah, and caller there, call. right? Your yeah. brother and callers. Uh, Harlem Heat, I think, is going to be a good speech. They're, they're the ones that I'm most looking forward to hearing from. DX, I think, will be a jumbled mess. It'll probably be little digs at each other, like, huh, huh, you know, yada, yada, yada. And we'll get a good kick out of it. It'll be fine. Sean Michaels will brag that he's got two, right, when everybody right, else has got yeah. their one ring, and he'll make fun yeah. of him, and they'll tell him to suck it. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of the click, and I thought about Scott Hall, but Scott Hall wasn't in DX, sorry. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that one will be passable. That one would be good. Honky Tonk Man probably be all over the place. Brutus the Barber Beefcake I'm not looking forward to. Nope. Tori Wilson I think will keep it short and sweet and, you know, classy and fine. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is going to be a good one. I don't think I will, like, be aggravated, per se, to, you know, watch this uh, Hall of Fame. The one person I wish that would have went in, and I still don't get it, and especially this year for where they're at, Bam Bam Bigelow. Why is Bam Bam Bigelow, especially in that New Jersey, New York area, not going into the Hall of Fame? Well, maybe next That's time. the only one. Right. Yeah, but next year's in Tampa, right? Well, so like they'll be back in the New York area in yeah, three years, that's... four years. Yeah. Well, now they're starting to run out of people just in WWE. Eventually, they're going to have to put in these ECW guys. They got to slow down on the numbers. We've talked about it, yeah. Um, right. Well, another big thing came out, and it's a video that's been circulating around now. And anybody who has, what is it? It's it's HBO, right? Yeah, uh, HBO yeah, or HBO. YouTube. He puts it on YouTube, YouTube as well. Uh, John Oliver's, um, you know, the name of the show. I, I actually don't. Last week tonight. Much. Last week tonight. He did a big expose on WWE and basically their treatment of wrestlers. And, of course, you know, we have always talked about this through the Spanish announce table. Um, so let's kind of break it down a little bit, man, because it's one of the hottest topics going around in the wrestling community. 
So one thing, you know, for everyone who's listened to this podcast long enough, you guys understand that my favorite sport is MMA. And honestly, well, let me back up. Honestly, the John Oliver piece for someone outside of the bubble, I thought it was the most well done piece from someone that doesn't watch this regularly. Yeah, right. Right. I, I did like that. He said, like, wrestling is better than anything you like. It's essentially everything <laughs> you've said, everything you've yeah. said, like when it's on, it's better than anything. Uh, like, how couldn't it? Right. Be? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. But one of the bigger points and it's outside of wrestling, but it definitely pertains to wrestling is how independent contractors are kind of just screwed around in this country mm-hmm. and how the like loose, uh, 1099 you can put on whoever your worker is. Cause if you watch that WWE piece and you substitute the letters WWE for UFC, it's the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same piece. And so, um, yeah, any going back to fighting or right. Yeah. I mean? right but yeah. going back specifically to WWE, one of the things that, is so mind boggling is uh, my bosses watch last week tonight. They watch it cause they like John Oliver. Right? right. So when they saw WWE the next day, they're like, Thomas, what the hell? Even they were asking, cause you know, as a small business owner, you try to get independent contractors to get some work done. Right. Yeah. And they go, we couldn't even get around some of these loopholes for like, Hey, we want this done between 8am and 6pm, you know, and things like that. And then constituting that as an independent contractor, how does Vince – that's the one thing I took away from is how does Vince McMahon get away with it? It's not as if he just got away with this in 2016 when his buddy Trump became president. I mean he's been doing this when Obama was in there and Clinton and Reagan. You know, And so how does he get away with making these people independent contractors when they have exclusive contracts? They have to show up when and where. They have to be there for X amount of time. And they can't do anything outside of what's approved by the company. Yeah, it's I so wonder. Crazy. I wonder how that works because you know certainly each state is different, right? So he must have to only adhere maybe to his home office state laws, right? Because wouldn't he have to get clearance in every state to be able to it, operate it, that it, manner? That's the part where that was a great piece done by John Oliver. And, you know, WWE said everything about this was a lie, blah, 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 blah. Well, who knows? Maybe John Oliver does like part two where I want to have him dig in or his research team, whoever mm-hmm. that is, is like, is like, how is he doing this? Because yeah. like, like I said, my boss as small business owners were trying to have independent contractors and they couldn't get past the loopholes. So what is he doing? What is he putting these workers as because you know we know this but most of the general public doesn't know this but you know they have to pay their own rental car their Mm -hmm. own food their own um you know workout schedule because they're in an appearance business that's all out of their pocket so when they say they make a hundred grand well you know 45 of it is for just the stuff to get to the places do you think some of that changes when vince is finally you know gone either retired or passes on i i don't think he'll ever retire i think he'll well, pass on in power but you know what i mean like do you think because triple eight with nxt doesn't do that right like they they pay for their travel and their in their hotel and things mm-hmm. like that that's why some of them want to go back sometimes yeah so it's hard because I think if this was a new phenomenon that John Oliver just uncovered, right, where Vince McMahon has been doing this business practice for five years, right, right. You know, like it's a it's a new thing that we can instantly go back to how the things were, right. But this has been this way since what eighty five, eighty four. So it's so hard well, to like know I mean, how that's going to look since eighteen ninety eight. Whenever they started well, doing pro wrestling, you know. 
Well, one of, the, one of the things that John Oliver talked about is it made sense to say these people, th- these wrestlers were independent contractors when you had central states and right. Crockett promotion because you could jump to yeah, different yeah, yeah. places. Right, right. But now they have a monopoly and they sign exclusive contracts. My thing is, is they've just been doing it for so long. Who is going to be, you, you know, who's going to be tribute and, and create this new function of yeah, what the pro wrestler, the martyr, right. right? Yeah. Who's going to be the, now is it AEW? You know, because we, again, they talked about, uh, equal pay. NWL? They didn't really talk about NWL uh, tried. Mm, they well, tried. they had the, they did try. Know. That's what, that was one yeah. of his goals. Well, you know what I mean? And that's not what necessarily, you know what I mean? Ended it. We kind of don't know. Yeah, at least we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I mean, I definitely admired that aspect of -hmm. the the local promotion for anybody who doesn't know. We had a local promotion here that tried that. Yeah. They've had health insurance and full benefits and all of that. One thing though, that I wish another thing that because I'm in the bubble and as are you who is listening and Tim, you as well. But one thing that I wish he would have hit on is like, Yes. Do these guys have to consistently put themselves through a car wreck every night and then, you know, pay money out of their pocket to go through an exclusive contract to city to city to city? Yes. But a lot of those wrestlers died not because they didn't have a 401k. It's because they like the cocaine and they like the somas and they like the steroids. And when you mix that with the heart, right, there's some things that are going to be, you know, not happening for you. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, like I and I wholly agree, and I'm all for like if you want to take it out and get political, which we're not getting political, but the the where just that I I would much rather we take um, like I, the employee. I hate that the employer almost has to take care of everything. Like I'd rather we all just share that, you mm-hmm. know, what I mean, amongst ourselves out of out of taxes and stuff, and like not make our employers have to worry about our healthcare decisions and things like that. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, in this system that we have, yeah, it's fucked up that they're trying to get through these loopholes and not, you know what I mean, do the right thing here. You know what I mean? Like, you're putting people at risk all the time at ungodly schedules. Uh, The least you could do is pick up the tab for the doctor. And for what you Mm -hmm. do, I mean, when there's major incidents and stuff like that, but that's because you would have to from a PR stance. But there's no retirement, right? right? There's no classes on how to manage money. There's no, uh, you know. All that stuff that the NFL does, the MLB does. Right. Well, because they have unions, right? right? And so that's why you talk about unions in professional wrestling. It's so difficult because we talked about this when uh, AEW came out. How do you unionize scripted television? Now, actors, there's the Screen Actors Actors Guild. Mm -hmm. But this is a little bit different because this is a more fluid. You could could get together teams to interview the heads of those two, like the Screen Actors Guild and then major sports teams and Mm -hmm. see what fits for both things and kind of merge a plan on how you would attack your contract negotiations and what would matter to you and what you need and you know what i mean it could absolutely be done and i i'm all for that too man if there's no built-in protections for the employee or for the worker um uh by our government then then yes unions by all means like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like let's all band together then i mean that's how you have to do it uh john laurinitis would be so proud right Mm -hmm. power of the people Right. Definitely. Yeah. And one thing that uh, John Oliver mentioned, and, you know, this has been since wrestling took off and we understood what the injuries are to these people's bodies are, but the off season thing. And that's again, where right now I feel like WWE has the 
biggest opportunity to do that because of all of the talent they have at all of the different shows. You could run, instead of Monday Night Raw, you could run from January to July NXT on Monday nights. And then from August to September run Raw. And then from, you know what I mean? Like you could run, or three month cycles of this is the NXT show. This is the Raw show. This is the SmackDown show. And then that has a season finale. And then the next show starts, mm-hmm. but you're still getting every Monday night wrestling, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could even run the two concurrent brands, but you could have enough people on there that you could give them those three months. You know what I mean? Like I'm saying, like they mm-hmm. can, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, there's definitely, but it can, is an interesting topic. Definitely mm-hmm. an interesting topic. The one, the one take though, that I can't stand from the, IWC is get off of John Oliver making fun of Roman Reigns. He wasn't making fun of him because he was a leukemia survivor. He was just making fun of him because as the IWC, we rejected him. He wasn't right. looking at like, they were like, don't make fun of Roman. He survives leukemia. That wasn't the point. The point is yeah. the fan can make change happen as we did with Roman Reigns with rejecting him as a baby face. Make fun of him for whatever reason I want to. Now it's, it be, I'd be a dick to make fun of him about leukemia. But we can make fun of his storylines if they suck. We can make fun, uh, you know what I mean? Right. I think that's what we do. Definitely. That's what we do. Yeah, everybody should go check that out and, and let us know what you think using uh, hashtag tweet the table on Twitter. Uh, you know, and we are at Table Show. Follow us over there. So, um, you got anything else, man, before we take a break and we can kind of like come back in and talk about WrestleMania, man. It's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm excited. Let's take a break. Let's take mm-hmm. a break and let's get after it. All right, man. Then we will do that when we return to the Spanish announce table. At 4-0, Rob Van Dam has the longest active WrestleMania streak in WWE. The Spanish announce table. Tom, I mentioned in our first segment that for my family, 2019 is the year of the hustle. But um, every year throughout the show, we always rely on you to name us a year of. And, you know, you've taken too long. And, you know, I'm going to give you a pass due to injury. um, And I'm taking the wheel this time. And I'm going to call 2019 the year of the storyline. Right. All right. So that's yeah. what we got moving forward here, right? And we're going to go through WrestleMania with that in mind, right? Because that's I think that's how we both like our wrestling, right? And we're like, you know what? We want stories. Give us a story. We even named our last episode that, right? Tell me a story, right? Mm-hmm. Or give me a story, something like that. I don't remember what we named. <laughs> go back and, and listen if you don't know. Give um, us a story. That's what it was. Right. Right. Because it's it's 2019, the year of the storyline. So WrestleMania. Before we start breaking it down one by one. Uh, we always like this. What's your bird's eye view feel of WrestleMania this year? Like I said, uh, I'm disappointed. In, the most disappointing WrestleMania storyline that I can think of as I've been paying attention to it like I have is the Becky Lynch going into WrestleMania. That was mm-hmm. so just give us fun moments and we're all into it. And they've just shit the bed, right? Mm-hmm. Even with this last Monday Night Raw, if you notice, all the fun moments weren't Becky Lynch's, right? So Ronda right. kicks out the window. Charlotte Steals does the, the knee. Car. Yeah, yeah, and then takes the cop car. And then Charlotte does the knee to Ronda's head. Becky Lynch was just, oh, and hey, Becky Lynch happens to be she there. She did the first beating up somebody in handcuffs, and that was it. Yeah, but even right. that wasn't a major thing when they right, recap what happens. Did it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, so... It just feels like that's the most disappointing storyline that I can think of. Give me another one. Um, But it feels like that was just – they shit the bed the biggest on that. However, what I will say, trying to stay positive, uh, and maybe it's the drugs talking, but um, 
I will give them credit to where I don't honestly know where they're going to. Yeah. I don't feel confident that Kofi's going to win, for example. I okay. just, everything feels up in the air, and that is, at least feels refreshing and fun. What about you? Yeah, I've got that same kind of like, uh, yeah, I some of this I don't know what it is, but I'm interested to see where it goes, right? And that's where they've at least got that going. It, it feels like. I don't mind the celebrity involvement this year because, you know what I mean, I like those guys, right? So why not? Um, you know what I mean? I just – they just – Braun Strowman's the big show now. So um, that's kind of – we'll, we'll go through more of these in depth, right? Let's let's. But I'm, it's that same kind of thing. It's like I'm, I'm waiting with hopeful optimism that this plays out well, right? Yep, definitely. Right. Well, Alexa Bliss is the host. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's good because they see her as a top talent. She obviously is a top talent. Uh, apparently, she's injured. If you're peeking guy. behind, the, yeah. But if you're peeking behind the curtain, uh, curtain, uh, she's injured. So you got to keep her relevant. This is the best way to do it, right? You don't want her as a manager for I don't know Tamina or something. Uh, so this is the best way to get her into all the segments. She does really good in the backstage segments and on the mic. So I feel like this is a perfect spot for keeping her in our. Uh, conscience and mm-hmm. uh, featuring her on the biggest show in a appropriate manner. Um, it, what what is her injury? Do we remember? I think it's concussions. Okay, so it's not. It wasn't a neck thing, right? I don't Who think so. The, Nikki Bella had the neck thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm yeah, me and her of, had the same neck. neck who collar. are your Who are your brothers and sisters in collar? You know, so we got Kurt Angle, we got Tyson Kid, uh, Nikki, Nikki Bella. Bella. Uh-huh. We, uh huh. Pitbull of, number one. From Pitbull ECW, one. I sent I sent you that picture yesterday yep. of mm-hmm. us recording the, the episode. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who else? Yeah, there's plenty out there. Edge, Edge, Edge. Yep. Edge. Edge is a good brother and caller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very more good. to follow. More to follow as you know as the time. And tweet the table if we forgot some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who are the brothers and sisters and caller for Tom? So he knows who to reach out to when he's got questions. You know. Um. WWE Cruiserweight Championship on the Dolph Ziggler kickoff show, which, by the way, Dolph Ziggler, nowhere to be found, I think, Good. in this entire card, huh? WWE yeah, Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy, the champion, defending against Tony Nice. Do you know anything about this? Do you watch the 205 Live? I don't. I don't. Neither do but I. But I will say, Tony Nice, Jesus Christ, like, he, he looks like an action figure. Yeah, he, he has. Does. Like I'm not trying to sound like sexual about this, but his body is what I want as my body. His body is what I want. That's sound yes. clip. Sound clip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and Buddy Murphy looks amazing too. I'm just saying, Tony Nese's yeah. abs is but insane. I think, I think Tony Nese wins this too because it's it's most people that'll be watching this is like a, we say this. All wrestling fans are going to watch this, but they also have the most mainstream non-watching wrestling fans of the year here. So they go. Oh, big you're with picking this, Tony Nese. I'm picking Tony Nese. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm still picking Buddy Murphy. I'm just saying Tony um, Nese looks amazing. I think Tony Nese does it because it's it's the big moments like oh somebody finally beats Murphy. He looks like a million bucks. Everybody's going to go like wow who are these people to five live okay right and then nobody tunes Mm -hmm. in but you know what i mean they think so um so you're going murphy all right you're probably right 
The Women's WrestleMania Battle Royal. And before we get into that, I want to, um, uh, because it's headlined, I would say, by former SmackDown Women's Champion Asuka and at B underscore double underscore D, uh, title sponsor of SpanishNowStable.net, brought to you by B double D, says, wow, fuck Asuka, huh? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, and more into that storyline later with Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Ronda. Um, Boy, they really, they just were like, ah, you know what, nobody, Asuka, sorry, we tried. Never mind when they didn't try, but you know. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not the biggest Oscar fan, so I'm not going to be banging that drum to say we need to be. Yeah, yeah, we we need to be doing more with Oscar. However, it does feel weird that just last week, ah, fuck it, we're just going to take the title off of her. Yeah. Uh, That being said, I think she dominates this. Right? No one's ready for Oscar. This is her. Yeah. So we've got. Let's go with the names right now listed on WWE.com as of Wednesday night, April the third. 2019, the year of the storyline. Zelina Vega, Mickey James, Sarah Logan, Logan, excuse me, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, Dana Brooke, Nikki Cross, Sonya Deville, Dana. Manny Rose, Lana, Naomi, Carmella, and Asuka. Yeah, I think they give Asuka the win just because of the the blow up from that whole. Thing. Well, and now she can say she won the Royal Rumble and the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal, right? So now mm-hmm. she can add more yep. acclaim to her resume. So I think that's another reason why right. we'll do it for her. Yeah, she's the, she's the Rumble Queen, right? She's going to be the first Grand Slam, female Grand Slam winner of everything. Yeah, right. I like that. Well, the flip side of this is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And we will have, let's just go through this here, EC3, who's still here, Tucker, Otis, so he's going to make fart noises. The Hardy Brothers, both of them. Carl Anderson, not Mr. Anderson. Luke Gallows, Shelton Benjamin. Boy, that would be a fun surprise, huh? Shelton Benjamin. Ali, not Mustafa Ali. Connor, Victor, Rhino, Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, Poe Dallas, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, Kalisto, Chad Gable, Bobby Roode, No Way Jose, Jinder Mahal, Tyler Breeze, Titus O'Neil, Apollo Cruz, Andrade, Braun Strowman and Colin Jost and Michael Che of NSL or, you know, um, Saturday Night Live fame. Yeah, I think Braun Strowman wins this, right? I don't. I think somehow they, you know what I mean? The whole SNL thing manages to get him out, right? And and then okay. let somebody else. But who? I don't. Well, I don't know. There's no other name in here that I. Apollo. You know what I mean? It just or feels it like could be Apollo. a surprise. Remember this time last Ollie. year, Matt Hardy will. Oh, Ali could definitely win it. Mm. Yeah, Ali, Mustafa Ali. Ali, that's just you know such who a bad else name. could win it? Otis. Bray Wyatt. Otis. Bray Wyatt. Otis fart noises. Otis holding the Andre the Giant. Or Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. You're right. He's going to come out. He's got that new hair. Because well, he did that, that last year. Yep. Yeah, but he came out last year and helped Matt Hardy win. Remember? That. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I do so. remember that. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. No, I'm, I'm still going Braun. Still going Braun. I'm going to go Ali. That's a good pick. Yeah, that is a good pick. You might be right, right. Right, You might be right. Yeah. Yeah, you got damn right. I'm right. Here's the truth. Here. Yeah. Yeah. What does Daniel Bryan think about that? Here's the true fact. Yeah. All right. That's a Miz. No. Isn't that a Miz voiceover? Here's the true fact. That's Daniel Bryan. Oh, I thought that was the Miz the entire time. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. There's. Well, guess what? Sometimes life sucks and you don't always get what you want. (laughs) He could win it. He could win it. I don't think he's done. Yeah, you don't think he's done with WWE? You saw no. the Usos. What uh, about him? Reportedly resigned. 
Well, good. Yeah, where else are they going to go? Well, their contracts were up, and Rikishi was saying they were about to become the hottest free agents, which I figured was a ploy to you know, get some more money. Yeah. Of course. Well, and they just screwed up, too, so they didn't really have a lot of leverage. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. By the way, with the Usos, and we're going to talk about the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, they're going to take on Ricochet and Aleister Black, The Bar, and Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev in a fatal four-way match for those SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, Uso 2, getting getting pretty swole up, man. He's starting to get bigger than Uso 1. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know how to work out. Yeah, they do, man. Um Usos are, I was saying this last night to Dustin Kaufman, uh, maybe it was the other night, two nights ago or something, uh, Usos best tag team in, in the world. I'm not hearing any, any other discussion. Yeah, we've said that. Yeah. And yeah there's not even a, like, yeah, there's not a discussion. Like, no. if you're like Young Bucks, that's not even relevant. You're yeah, not, not even, even hearing you. Yeah. Like, get out of that's, here. We're not friends. They're doing it more consistent. They're doing it on a bigger stage. They're doing it with more handcuffs, and they're doing it within a time frame that the Young Bucks have not proven they could do it in, and they're doing it with all types of teams, such as The Bar, The New Day, um, yeah. Aleister Black, and uh, Ricochet. It's everyone. The only – okay, I'm going one of two ways. The Usos walk out of here with these titles, or Ricochet and Aleister Black do, and the Usos are going to Raw after this. Well, so we're not covering it. However, on NXT TakeOver on Friday night, uh, the War Raiders are taking on Aleister Black and Ricochet for the NXT Championship. So what would be interesting is if they won the NXT Championship and then won the SmackDown Championship. I think they want to go the route of – now notice it almost feels like a unification for the women's title, which we'll get into later. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they want to go the route. They've got the women going all over brands. I think they want to go the route of having the champions bounce around brand to brand, which I almost support because you don't need every title on every episode of every show. You know what I mean? So like the women's title for a while can be on NXT. While the men's tag team titles are on Raw for a while, you know, like have them bounce around mm-hmm. almost a la NWA back in the day, right? To where the but hottest... then what are you going to do? Yeah, but then what are you going to do for Survivor Series? Well, but when so, it's brand versus brand, it, don't do that. Just go back to <laughs> yeah. your original four man versus four man teams or whatever, right? Like just just figure that out. Um, you don't have to live and die by the gimmick. Um, you know what I mean? Like just just do that, and then wherever well, the hottest what you tag mean. teams. So wherever the hottest tag teams are, right? Then that's where the tag team champions are at, right? Like, and you just kind of move things around. The only thing I fear with that one champion that kind of floats everywhere is. A lot of things organically will not happen. Remember, one of the reasons why Becky Lynch became the man is because she was being held down because she wasn't being given an opportunity for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Meanwhile, you had Ronda Rousey on the other side just running through everyone. Becky Lynch would have just been another head for Ronda Rousey to yeah, kick well, off. And she has been for years. Title. You know what I mean? So she she had the Kofi routine for a while where she was just going to job to Charlotte and she was just going to job to whoever they were trying to push but, but the What I'm saying is when you have the two titles, you're able to elevate a main event talent while the other main event talent can still kick oh, yeah. ass. What's that too? But I think by spreading this out, you spread the storyline capabilities out. You don't have to force everything on one show every time. You know what I mean? Like you have the well, that's multiple a, brands. That's going. a that's an indictment of the writing, not yeah, the titles. exactly right. Well, so I'm going to go Black and Ricochet when this, and they're going to be holding both NXT and SmackDown Tag Team Championships because, you know what I mean, they can do no wrong, right? They've got 13-inch dicks. They just, you know what I mean, they smell great. They're just the best guys in the world, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're everything. They're they're Everybody loves them. So they win somehow, and the Usos go to Raw. 
I got the Usos. I think they just re-signed, and part of that was probably, hey, we want a main event, or we want to win on WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? I believe it. <laughs> All right, so Kurt Angle, Baron Corbin, Kurt Angle's farewell match. Kurt Angle's winning this. People come out and help him beat up Baron Corbin. How the famous, interesting. Trying out the famous old guys. Yeah, John Cena comes yeah. out and helps, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, How interesting. He AAs Baron Corbin when Kurt Angle's almost dead because Baron Corbin kicked him in the nuts. Yeah. How interesting is is Kurt Angle's career, especially when you consider WWE? So in my opinion, and in most opinions, I would assume, correct me if I'm wrong, but his greatest rival is someone we can't talk about, Chris Benoit, mm-hmm. right? His, the, the matches, the best WWE matches that he ever had were against Chris Benoit, but we can't ever like highlight that because Chris Benoit. Chris and Benoit. then the best years of his career were in TNA, in which we can't do a highlight package in WWE about because it's TNA. So I just find Kurt Angle's career to be so fascinating that it's this guy who we all consider an all-time great, but that highlight package was phenomenal. But when we really do a deep dive, like the collection series on the WWE Network, his best stuff won't be featured because it, A, either happened with Chris Benoit or B, happened in TNA. So I just find that interesting. But like you said, yeah, I think Kurt Angle uh, gets the win. I wouldn't be shocked if a John Cena helps him or, you know, other old guys help him. And uh, Kurt Angle gets the win and rides off into the sunset. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, I'm going to say Kurt Angle wins. Yeah. Intercontinental Championship Bobby Lashley will lose to the Demon Finn Balor. Yep. And yeah. how awkward was that transition bad yeah. cut? And then he went, blah, blah. I don't, like it. I don't yeah, care. I don't like it. All right. I'm just going to move on from that. Uh, yeah. It was- <laughs> The United States Championship, Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. I think Samoa Joe wins this one. He, he, you know what I mean? Rey does the, the old guy job to Samoa Joe here. I think so. Uh, I agree. However, if you noticed, and they announced it on their social media platforms, but uh, on Monday, Rey Mysterio suffered an ankle injury, so this match might not even be Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. versus Samoa Joe. It could be Andrade versus Samoa Joe or something mm-hmm. like that. But I still think Samoa Joe, whoever it is that he's facing, unless it's a returning John Cena, uh, is is winning this match. Here we go. I forgot. Uh, back to the Kurt Angle. At Mr. Fourthrow on Twitter said, uh, does Kurt Angle sure really say thank you for sucking? Finally, the WWE has returned edgier content. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, I don't think that's I think what it that says, means. thank you, you suck. Yeah, I don't think that's what that means. But, you know, maybe. Maybe so. Um, all right, this one's fun. AJ Styles, Randy Orton. Man, that in-ring back and forth. And that's all you need sometimes to tell a good story. These two guys just don't like each other, and you're, they're going to tell you why. And it was mm-hmm. fun. I liked the mm-hmm. drug comment. The, just everything. All of it was so fun. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really good. I liked how Kevin Owens bailed. Was like, yes, yeah, I was know like, you what know what this means. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, that said, I think AJ Styles wins this. Go oh, going back to the Battle Royal. That could be a surprise person who wins it. Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a match. Yep. Um, okay. Sorry. Going back to this. Um, my gut says Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think so? I, can I see think that. so. I could see I that. See, I could see this this loss for AJ Styles going down a heel turn, right? Almost like a Chris Jericho tantrum. Ooh, yeah. Right? So he loses here, and then he starts doing the tantrums, then goes heel. Or Randy Orton wins by DQ because Styles snaps because he can't beat him, right? And he starts messing him up, right? And then they do a Mm -hmm. double flip here. All right. Yeah, I'm saying Styles. That's stupid. All right. W. I like the corporate bitch comment, too. That was a good one. Yeah, because it's so mm-hmm. true. All right, WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. 
Bailey and Sasha Banks, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, the Iconics and Nia Jax. I think you've sold and uh, Snooker Jack, excuse me. I think you've sold me. I think the Iconics are going to come away with this. I do too. I got the Iconics. Yeah, Love this them. is going to be they're fun. the best. This will be Love a fun them. match. This will be all these women go hard. You know well, what except I mean? for Tamina, she's going to hurt someone, and Nia Jax is going to hurt someone. She so just hard. get those two. Yeah, <laughs> but get yeah, those dinosaurs out of the way, and you'll be good. But yeah. I think what we're going to see is Beth Phoenix do her finisher on Nia Jax. I think that's what this whole match is built for, is the one spot where Beth Phoenix is going to lift her up above her head and then smack her on her face. You know, whatever that finisher that she has is called. I think that's what this whole match is for, Mm -hmm. is just that spot. All right. Cool. Beth Phoenix is strong. Um, Roman Reigns is going to beat Drew McIntyre. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to say Roman Reigns. This match... This story could have been told so much better. This could have been the most interesting story told going into WrestleMania if they pulled their head out of their ass. Just think about it from this perspective. This is a match where both guys are on their second chance, both trying to vindicate that they're worth the second chance, right? So you have Drew McIntyre, he goes from the 3MB, you know, the chosen one, getting fired, then coming back to WWE, going to the minor league system, having to come his way all the way up from the minor league system, winning that championship belt, getting onto the main roster, proving himself as an independent, like, viable star, right? So that's one story that you could tell right there. This is the second chance for Drew McIntyre, and it could all culminate at WrestleMania. Holy fuck. Who isn't excited about that? Going up against Roman Reigns, who we all know Mm -hmm. the second chance of coming back from leukemia, making sure that this is something that he can do, you know, uh, vindicating all the supporters that he has, that all of the prayers, all of the letters, all of the good wishes uh, were not wasted. And he can go into this match and he can vindicate for all of those supporters that he is worth that second chance. That's what you could tell in this story. Jesus Christ, that could be the fucking main event. But you just did. Drew McIntyre is telling Roman Reigns he shouldn't have done this because he's not ready. Who the fuck cares? This is what I'm telling you. It's an indictment on the writers, not the talent. That could have been a fucking awesome storyline. No, but here and here, that's why I think Roman Reigns wins because it's just there's no yeah, real writing Roman. to it. And speaking of one that's just kind of fallen somewhat flat, also Shane McMahon versus The Miz falls count anywhere match. I mean, I, I feel like I I've not been terribly unimpressed with Shane McMahon's heel turn the way he comes across. He really seems like a fucking prick you really don't like. But other than that, like the rest of it's just kind of like ah, eh, you know, meh. It feels very meh. It does feel very mad. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I, again, because I think I can do it better than everyone else, and you guys are probably tired of hearing it, but it's my podcast, so I can say what I want. Mm-hmm. I I would make more Shane McMahon a, guys, this isn't worth my time. The way he delivers promos is so monotone and so reserved that that brash, like, in-your-face kind of thing I don't think fits, especially for a 49-year-old. So I think if it was Miz trying to bait Shane into getting into this match, I think it would have been a little bit better, right? Like if Shane, I don't know, files his nails and is like, Miz, prove to me why I should kick your ass at WrestleMania. Like one of those kind of heels, like Mm -hmm. I'm better at this. I'll pay for someone to take care of you, you know, and Miz coming from like fighting through all that bullshit to get – that punch in the face on Shane McMahon. I think that would have been a better story than what they're telling here. And I think again, Miz is awesome, but Miz is awesome when 
he's a full of himself jackass that you like kind of want to be friends with when he does the whole like this is what we're here to do is to become the best we can be it's like nah man you're a douchebag just be yeah. a cool douchebag but that said i think miz is winning this for that reason i mean it, it's plug city with all his you know what i mean like the must see yeah blah, blah, yeah and the miz show. misses thing right, right. and all of that yeah i think yeah, miz, miz wins it Triple H Batista, no holds barred with Triple H career on the line. So I think Triple H wins because we're not seeing the last time Triple H wrestles. And we're not seeing the last time Batista wrestles either. This is going to be a schmoz something. I wouldn't Mm. be surprised if Randy Orton gets involved and RKO's. Ric Flair's out there. They wheel him out there. Yeah. Yeah, So somehow Triple H doesn't lose or he wins. Right. All right. Um, yeah, I, another one where it just kind of felt last minute and not enough meat to the storyline. I thought it was really cool, though, the the promo that Batista did where he walks out in his hometown. He just points to a highlight package of him beating Triple H, and then he says, Hunter, kiss my ass. Yeah. I thought that was perfect. That That's was perfect. That was the best part of the whole thing from start to finish of this storyline. Yeah. That was great. Well, yes. no, the, the attack on Ric Flair was the that best. Was, yes, that was, yes. That backstage thing was awesome. Yeah, but yeah. this has been the best since that, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, because we've never seen that. It was just like, you know, kiss my ass, and that's it. Yeah, and he puts on his stupid sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying. That Going back to the Miz, Miz, now, Miz isn't big and buff like Batista, but that, like, kiss my like that's a douchebag move that batista did but you kind of thought it was cool and that's where i'm saying mrs he or a baby face run should go a little bit more into is like he could show you the ratings for Miz and mrs and all that stuff and be like you know daniel bryan kiss mm-hmm. my ass and then just goes on like that's where i'm wanting more yeah. of Miz to do all right seth rollins is going to win the universal championship over brock lesnar who knows last year we thought roman reigns was going to beat brock lesnar and brock lesnar beat him yeah because if Roman Reigns beats Drew McIntyre, the next pay-per-view mm-hmm. could be Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention during the Women's Battle Royal, I wrote it down here earlier, uh, it just hit me that Asuka looks like she's cosplaying Doink. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just, yeah, yeah. Next time you see all that color, just like, oh, look, it's like a Doink. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, Dollar just, General Doink. Yeah, Brock Lesnar is always a possibility. Always makes it a virtual coin flip, at the least. Which is right? fun. It's always if you w- did a numbers promo, he's at least got a fifty percent chance no matter what. But if you yeah. took the other guy's fifty percent chance because he knows he's not going to beat me, then I got a seventy five percent chance. Right? I mean, like it's just like it's it's Brock Lesnar, right? But I think Seth Rollins is coming away with this one because I think Brock Lesnar is going to be gone for a little bit while, and it's probably good for everybody. Yeah, and I think that Raw needs some direction with the championship that the whole roster is, is actually chasing. Right. right? And Seth I think is great there's a whole that. like Yeah, Seth is a good like everyone come get me kind of thing. I yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. Um hey, before we keep moving on this, Elias, which famous musician or musical act is going to beat up Elias during the show here? Is, is Justin Timberlake going to frog splash Elias? No, it'll probably be Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, yeah, that's it, and that's what, yeah, yeah, all right, yep, Sasha will come help. Yep, something. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be Snoop or uh, Flo Rida or um, MGK, mm-hmm. one of those mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. Nipsey Hustle, never mind, all right. Oh, um, RP. Um, all right, the WWE Championship on the line, the new Daniel Bryan versus... Uh, against all odds, Kofi Kingston. 
You like that? By the way, have you seen Daniel Bryan's Kofi Kingston? What do you think of that? Have you seen Daniel Bryan's new T-shirt on WWE Shop? Mm -mm, I have not. It's fucking cool. So it's his weathered face, you know? Yeah. And and (laughs) which he has a weathered face. Right, and then it has that scraggly beard, but then at the bottom of the beard looks like roots, uh, and then it says Planets Champion. Yeah, it's fucking cool. Great. I love it. I uh, want Daniel Bryan to win this. I want the New Day to finally pull the trigger, turn on Kofi. Let's get some fucking juice to this shit. I'm, here's I'm what's ready. happening. It's not, it's not the New Day that's going to do it. All right, I think here I'm going to go bold, and I'm going to say Daniel Bryan wins this because. Xavier Woods turns on Kofi and Big E and helps, and then he joins the Daniel Bryan, the Rowan, and they're all the smarter than you. Uh, we're fucking trying to tell Whoa. you how to live your fucking life, right? They've got this yep. like little triumvirate of, of fucking holier than thou assholes. And Xavier right? Woods could play that. Yes. Really. Exactly. Talk about his fucking PhD and all that, right? And smell my dick, right? So, God, uh, that would be yeah. fucking great, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I want it to awesome. happen. I'm going with that. Yeah. I, I'm going well, I'm going with heel turn, who I don't know who, but I'm going heel turn and then Daniel Bryan wins. Yeah, one second here. Sorry. Uh my beautiful wife is texting me because uh, she's out, so I'm also responding. I'm double doing uh doing here. So uh who who you got again on the WWE championship, the new Daniel Bryan? I've got Daniel Bryan. I've got yeah. someone does a heel turn, maybe both of them do a heel turn on Kofi, and then that's what let's get started. And yeah. the Planet's champion is still awesome. Still awesome. Yeah. Oh, I think it is okay. And then, then yes, you can continue the storyline and still keep this going. You know what I mean? And now you've got the whole new triumvirate that I planned. That's what. I, that's my bold prediction for that. God, it would be so cool. That would actually be a story that I want to watch. Right. Exactly. You know. And speaking of a story that we wanted to watch until they mess it all up was the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey, SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, uh, Becky Lynch, Winner Take All. Um, what do you think? I think I think they're going to give us what we want. I think they know they fucked it all up. They got yeah, convoluted. So this is stupid. I think they're going to go Becky Lynch, double champ. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think you can't do anything but at this point, right? They don't want the headache of hearing it, right? Now, I could well, see I could see Ronda almost – I could almost see a Ronda squash a la uh, Lesnar, Cena, uh, SummerSlam. Was mm-hmm. that that one here? Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Now, the, another thing that I think they're going to go with for the double champ, because you notice Ronda, or excuse me, Becky said she wants to be the double champ. Well, the last Irish person that called themselves the champ champ was Conor McGregor, and I think they're going to try to rub shoulders with that, right? right yeah. Two Irish champs, champ champs, all that stuff. I think that's the angle they're going to go with. All right, so what are your on-the-outs WrestleMania thoughts, Tom? 2019, the year of the storyline. Again, a lot of things are up in the air. I'm not really confident on anything except for, you know, the Finn Balor over Bobby Lashley, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I hope that WWE learns after this that we need to we need to uh, trim the fat on WrestleMania. I think a seven-hour show is just getting too much. Um, and so I hope this is the last year of the marathon manias. And we get like next year a five hour or a four and a half hour, something like that, oh, which is still silly incredible. Tom. Oh, silly Tom. What'd you get dropped on top of your head? Yeah, I did actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Wow, wow. No, we're glad you're here, Tom. And um, 
able to to enjoy WrestleMania with us, right? You and your brothers yeah, well, and sisters. What are your and thoughts? You, you Same give us thing. Your thoughts. What I, do you I think? Well, I think I really like this time that that WWE seemingly finally was like, "Oh, you guys are wanting Kofi? All right, here." You know what I mean? Like that's so refreshing that I kind of just want Kofi to win for that reason. I thought his promo was good, right? I, you know, that's one of my I didn't. thoughts. Oh, I didn't? actually, I didn't, because I thought he forgot his lines. Because when he was yeah. like, and then mm-hmm. let me, uh, let me, ju- I'll just cut yeah, to the chase. Right. It's like, man, this is your big moment, and you forgot yeah. your lines. I get it, but you know what I mean. They've all done that now. Um, oh, I but know. I like the premise of it. I like the way it felt when he was like really into it. Like, man, no, you don't know me, man. You know what I mean? Like, I watched you. I watched. The, you know what I mean? Like, you come here two years. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was a good callback. That was real good. And I like the. You know, I'm ready. Daniel Bryan sold that well. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd I like, like to see thrusting in the back. I like to see how they. Uh, I like to see how they um, position. Here's the man, right? A woman standing with both titles, right? Like you know, who maybe it's or the man Seth or whoever Rollins. it is, right? Or it's yeah. right. So I like to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm optimistic on how things can go with the storylines. 2019 year, the storyline. Um, yeah, unless you got anything else, man, we will come back and we'll talk about how it really happened and what was a disappointment, what was fun when we come back next week to the Spanish announce table. Fun fact, the average U.S. cable news viewer is 63 years old. The Spanish Announce Table.